Sam, you know how we've always kind of teased Jody about her saying Thursday really is her favorite day of the week? Because, yeah. Because Thursday gets you ready for Friday, which is even more exciting. Yeah. Than, um, I'm usually just so worn out on Friday that I save her on Thursday. But this week, so I don't know why this year I'm looking forward to the Oscars on Sunday night. Maybe it's because I'm kind of hoping that we're going to do that snack thing at the house again. With either the Oscar night bites that Sam's talking about. Because we did that. Remember, we did that for Super Bowl, and that was a blast. It was a blast for you, chicken wing eater. <laughs> I know, but it was, it was fun. Yeah, we, what else did we do for the kids? Some sort of dip. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I'm, keep it simple. I'm not saying, want, and I'll help you with whatever you let's want. Let's just be honest. In the, kitchen. the Oscars yeah. is a three, it. it's a three <laughs> to four hour commitment, and you don't sit still that long. Murphy walks in and out, and he ca- he will be there for the beginning because of Jimmy Kimmel. I yeah. know you will. Mm-hmm. We love Jimmy. Um, but you're going to walk in and out, and it drives me nuts because they're like, who's that? And I have yeah. to stop and go, okay. It's kind of like when you watch, you guys watch football. Yeah. And I would ask a stupid question, which I don't do that much. No. But you're a good football watcher. Ah, oh, thank you. <laughs> Oscars, though, I mean, the fact that it goes on so long, it just, just starts to wear on you. It's a commitment. It's a commitment, but I'll be there. Leonardo will be there. They've announced a ton more of um, presenters and all that kind of good stuff. So, um, Oscar Night Bites, Sam's recipes are at murphysamandjody.com if you want to make some of that kind of stuff. We might keep it easy food for me, though. That's okay with you. Yeah. Because I don't want to be in the kitchen when I'm supposed to be watching. I like the kind of the snack thing, stand around, watch, you know, that allows me to walk in and out, as you know. Uh, Yeah, and ask questions. So that works. Yeah, way to go. That works for you. Yeah, it does. All right. um, Coming up in just a little bit, this is fascinating to me, and yet I see it. Why men have to have face-to-face contact for their friendships to really work. Hmm. What do you mean? That you can't just just keep it by text? Right. If your friendship is going to work, it benefits from having face-to-face contact. And that's okay. different for men and women. I have friendships where I only text yeah. these girlfriends. I've never seen them. Kind of. Yeah. This is cool. And 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 I see it. In other words, it's kind of like a duh. I see that in real life with Murphy. Okay. With his friends. Really? Absolutely. All right. I'm just curious to see how this works. Absolutely. We'll do that on the way. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Speaking of Jimmy Kimmel hosting the Academy Awards this coming Sunday night. He's reportedly considering retiring soon. You don't think this is a rumor? Find out why. No, I don't. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You guys ready for Jimmy Kimmel to host the Academy Awards Sunday night? Yes. I've been ready for that. I'm most excited about that. He's been tweaking his monologue every day, and he will up until the day of. He promises to go some political, because you can't. Just ignore it. But not entirely. Thank goodness. Please don't go entirely. Well, his sarcasm is just funny to yeah. me anyway. The way it, 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 his whole man on the street thing, all of that to me is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, by the way, his man on the street stuff has been fun this week. Um, he's been walking around in a tux with the Academy Award in his hand asking if you know who's hosting. Where are you from? Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn? I'm from Brooklyn. Do you know who's hosting the Oscars? No, I don't. I'll give you a hint. He's also from Brooklyn. Oscar? the Oscars live Sunday, February twenty sixth. So he really has it down, being able to make fun of fun of himself. I, I just really want does. him to be able to do stuff too. The whole show. I don't want it I to know. be little quickies. It's I, all that's the gig, though. Yeah. It's little quickies because his real job is to move the show along in a fun way. Right. Yeah. Period. If you want to see his quickies, watch his show. Right. And he will be doing an after the Oscars show, like he has done for the last eleven years. This time he will have an end because he's the he's been the host. Maybe he'll be a do long. Maybe he'll do mean tweets. A long day for him. Anyway, he says is he considering retiring? Yes. 
His contract is up in 2019. And after that, he says it's possible. His wife is pregnant again. He's like, at a certain point, I want more free time. I want my life. Doing a show every day takes up almost every minute of his day. He now he does say he gets to the studio at 9 a.m. and they shoot that shoot at five. So he's working all day. You know, it's a grind. Yeah, probably overwhelmed doing double duty with the Oscars. Yeah, well, the thing is, he said he's honored to finally be asked to host the Oscars, yeah. but it's like you want to be asked, but then do you want the pressure? Because all yeah. eyes right. on you, and he knows. It's a tough gig. He does say he hopes Matt Damon does not win, who is nominated (laughs) um, for, well, his film as a producer for Manchester by the Sea. So Matt Damon will be there. Matt Damon has vowed to throw things at him from the audience. I see, though, that's their little thing. Their thing with each other. It's not serious. It's a a comedic feud, but I'm hoping they do something together on stage like they did at the Emmys. What do you want? Just calm down, man. (laughs) I missed the last category. Did you win? No, we didn't win, all right? And oh, that's a bummer. The uh, Emmy for that's Direct... No, that, it makes a lot of sense, but it's... <laughs> you must be really funny. So much fun, I say expect something like that. Mm-hmm. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. All right, guys. Not really bromance, but let's talk about men and their friendships. Okay. Why men have to have face-to-face time if their friendships are going to work. So cool. Let's do that next. I want to talk about man friendships. This okay. is so fascinating. Friendships I read, I between it. guys versus friendships yeah. between women. Is that what you're getting at <laughs> it's here? Man friends. Yeah. I just, I want to Dude friends. So what's the difference? What's cool I mean, is I've always observed that a lot of times men, when they make friends, it's for life. Like a friend of yours that you've had from junior high, if he's still in your life, even if it's only once a year, yeah. you're still friends. I've seen that with Absolutely. all men and, I've and ever known. I think I mean, that's kind of cool. There are a handful of my friends who are like that. When I reconnect with them, I haven't seen them right. in, in a long time. We pick up where we left off. I like that a lot. Even I think a lot of ladies might admire that because sometimes you have a little thing where it kind of can come and go with women. Really? <sighs> yeah. Oh, um, what, what do you mean? Have you seen that? No, I'm just going to say I'm looking forward to seeing all my high school friends at the reunion this that's year. Cool, Once Sam. I haven't connected with in years and they're still friends however this is what's so interesting the article and it's a it's an oxford study that says for a man's friendship oxford in england right ox university of oxford okay for that friendship for a man friendship to be strong there has to be some face-to-face meeting some face-to-face time and i feel that and see that because men are more casual about their friendships even if they last long you're, you don't if it's out of sight out of mind so you're not thinking oh, about your okay. friend randy so unless there's a reason to think about your friend randy i got you i see what you're saying so it's not really about the friendship not being good or bad it's about the strengthening friendship. it right if you want to strengthen it you need to see him okay period like i and and I have for girlfriends that I don't see for long periods of time, but I still feel like best friend. Uh, and well, she's in my heart though. and mind. Is there somebody you think of and it's like, wow, I haven't talked to her in a while and you reach out? I mean, I'm always in touch with my friends, I feel like, even if it's just text. Right. Like, like a friend of mine who I haven't seen in a year, she'll reach out to me. Hey, I want to come over or hey, what's up? And it's like no time has passed. You guys need face to face time for that to remain strong. I think that's the reason that you guys, Murphy and Sam, are close because you see each other every day. You every are friends. Day. Your friendship yeah. is is because of the of the um, geography of you guys. But seeing that's each other interesting. Every day. So you're saying basically, if there's purpose, 
guys don't. It doesn't click with a guy until there's like purpose for the get together. Is that what you mean? I don't know about why. Like, to get and with Sam, if Sam and I had, you know, it's like I mean, we go on vacation, and we all forget about each other. Yeah, for a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah that's what they're saying. Hey, I got a text from Murphy. <laughs> Men are more intimate with their friendships. Mm-hmm. Men, I'm sorry, women are more intimate with their friendships. Men are more casual. Yeah. So if you Makes value sense. it, make time to see okay. each other. Play cards, go watch football, or come to work. Exactly. Yeah. Sam's Got Music News. All right, we're going to go back to New Year's Eve once again and visit Mariah Carey on stage. Why? Yeah. You know, she has blamed, I think, everybody since that performance. Yeah. Uh, She's now blaming her dancers, saying that they should have gotten her off the stage. If she would stop talking about it, people would stop remembering about it. This would have been over a week after, you know, New Year's. That surprises me a little bit because, you know, I mean, the thing for me is... I, I was tired of everybody jumping on top of her about it. Mm-hmm. Let it be. It was live. It happened. Let her, you know, let her be. Yeah. I don't just understand like, why. Just forget about it. How many things have happened like that where people just forget? But I don't understand why now she's not letting it go. Because it's Mariah. I don't I don't know. And then that's the thing, too. And she even says, I don't need to keep bringing this up. But she says the rehearsal went bad. Everything was bad. They assured her at the rehearsals. By the time we get to the air tonight, don't worry, it'll be fixed. Mm. And she said when it started happening while they were doing it live, her dancers should have got off stage. She said, you know what? I should have just walked off stage. Okay. but She's never going to be invited back for that. No. And and plus, if Mariah would have walked off stage, it probably would have been worse. That would have been worse. It would have been better that she did what she did. Don't leave. That's right. All right. right. The king of country, King George, is talking about... um, I guess a regret that he's had over his career. George Strait. George Strait. Yes, uh, he's you know he's got his Vegas thing going on right now. He does uh, two night stints in Vegas. First night he plays thirty number one hits. The second night he plays his other thirty number one hits. Not whoa, what? pretty <laughs> awesome. Huh? He, he says he actually has to have a teleprompter now for some of the older songs because oh. he doesn't remember them anymore. Uh, but wow. he said uh, the one song he regrets ever passing on was. Over 30 years ago, when they pitched it to him, and George Jones made it a hit, it was Tennessee Whiskey. You're as Tennessee whiskey. He regrets it because George Jones made it a hit? He said when they pitched it to him and he listened, he's like, nah, just don't hear it. And then, boom, it becomes a hit. Now, And, of course, you know, uh, Chris Stapleton also has a hit with it right now. In fact, it's up for an Academy of Country Music Award. I like this version. Tennessee whiskey. Such a country song. I know. I mean, that's a country song. But George Strait had enough hits. Yeah, well, I know. He didn't need. He doesn't need it. Even listening to this, it's like it doesn't sound like George, does it? George no, just no, had a it, it would be his own yeah. version. Anyway, look for the ACMs and that song nominated coming up in April. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. All right, coming up, we love to hear from you. Reach out anytime. You can call or text 877-310-4MSJ. We love hearing from you. Join us anytime. You can call or text. This number is 877-310-4MSJ. Hi, Melita. Hey, good morning. Is this Jody? Yes. Oh my gosh. Hi. Oh my God, I'm talking to you. Hi. How are you doing? We're good. How are you today? Oh my God, I, I'm excited. I'm so to be talking to you on the phone. Oh, sweet. <laughs> are you driving right now? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Uh, be- are you having a, a hard time hearing me? No, I just wanted to make sure you're you're careful. <laughs> I'm, I'm very careful. I'm very careful. Okay, cool. Well, it's so a straight shot. I'm very careful. Oh, good. Well, what's going on? 
You were talking about teaching your daughter how to drive, and she finally got her permit and yes. everything. And some of the things that you said about um, taking her to the um, the parking lot area yeah. and let her drive around the empty parking lot and everything. Yeah. I did that with my daughter when I was teaching her how to drive. Mm-hmm. Um, I took her to the school, um, her high school, and the parking spaces I used as markers or uh, to pretend to be other cars, and every time she would get close to that line or even mm-hmm. hit the line, I'm like, okay, you hit a car, we need to stay over here in the lane, and yeah. we need to, you know, keep it straight. And she's the kind of person who's really hard on herself. You know, before we get behind the wheel, I got to teach her how to calm down and not be so critical of what she's doing and don't get so upset that she makes mistakes because right. that's only what we're going to learn and grow and improve. I told I told Taylor the other day this is one of the hardest things you'll ever have to learn to do. It <sighs> is, it is. Melita. Yes, ma'am. It was, it was such a pleasure meeting you. you I'm too. sorry I sound so nervous, but you are just a wonderful, wonderful person. You and and the guys there. Thank, Thank you. you. Look, call us anytime. You're so you sweet. I totally relate to what you said about her daughter being hard on herself because, you know, our oldest Taylor is that way, too. Mm-hmm. And, but that's, it's like she I think thinks it's, she should know how to well, do it already. It's natural. And, you know, what I what I realized just the other day is she's learning the vehicle itself and she's having to learn the road at the same time. That's a so lot. Much. So we're just kind of staying in the neighborhood right now, now that she's got her permit, and um, focusing on the vehicle, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And then once she gets more comfortable with that, then we'll kind of expand back You think out. she's being harder on herself, too, because she's trying to prove to Dad that she can do it? Yes. Maybe so, but it's a good pairing. It's actually worked out. I'm very calm. I think I'm very supportive. Oh, no, no. Coach. I don't mean just because it's you. I just mean if you know, you're driving with your parent yeah, you're yeah. trying to prove it's look i can do it yeah i oh, think so for all of your life you want to please your parents <clears throat> right. so yeah uh melita loved hearing from you 877-310-4675 jody's hollywood outsider okay one of the greatest movies of all time only for grown-ups though <laughs> is star good- wars and that's for kids too ha 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 uh good fellas martin scorsese's oh, good fellas i'm funny how i mean funny like i'm a clown i amuse you I make you laugh? Mm. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? It's good edits there. Yeah, how you tell a story? What? No, no, I don't know. You oh. said it. How do I know? You said I'm funny. That movie Joe is the, Pesci, Ray Liotta. the day I fell in love with Ray Liotta. Yeah. Like everything, he, everything else he does to this day. I know what you're doing, but I know you're Henry Hill inside, and I love you. Okay, so... Last year was the 25th anniversary of that movie coming out. Boom. That's right. Sure Boom. was. Okay, Boom. Martin Scorsese <laughs> is getting to back together with De Niro and Joe Pesci, and this is his first time, supposedly, working with Al Pacino for this movie that he's been trying oh. to make for 10 years called The Irishman. And it's based on the deathbed story of a mob hitman who claims to have had insider knowledge about... The disappearance of Jimmy Hoffa. It's called oh, The really? Irishman, and it's mm. been taking forever because he, he Martin Scorsese he wants to do it right. It's going to take like $100 million to make this movie. Whoa. Guess who bought the rights? Guess where we're going to see it? Not in theaters. HBO. Netflix. Oh, Netflix, really? Netflix wow. is working with all these people, and it's Robert De Niro. Wow. It's Martin Scorsese directing. Joe Pesci is not coming out of retirement, but we haven't seen him do anything. And Pacino. No, I'm sorry. No, that that's Leonardo. <gasps> We can hope. One can hope. That's and huge. look for that. It is huge. It is huge, you yeah. might even say. All right, I also have this little fun tidbit. Tom Hanks is going to release a collection of short stories. Did you know he was writing? No. Nope. All this time mm-hmm. making movies when he's been in hotel rooms on press tours and on vacation. And he says he wrote this stuff on planes and in his office. 
It's a book, a collection of 17 different short stories, all featuring typewriters, since he's fascinated oh, with typewriters. Oh, he collects typewriters. Forgot about he that. He does. Yeah. But it's everything from a man settling in New York City after leaving his Civil War-ravaged country to a guy dealing with boredom on the press junket circuit. It's just little short stories. He's very creative. 17 stories. Look for them later. It'll be called Uncommon Type, Some Stories. Type, ha ha Later this year from Tom Hanks. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. We're having all kinds of fun this week. Sam brought back Oscar Night Bites, getting you ready for the Oscars. If you're going to do, it doesn't even have to be a party, just something fun to do Sunday night. You can get those at murphysamandjody.com. Yeah. And of course, subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast so that you don't miss Jody's getting you ready for every category all week. Yesterday was Best Actress. Today it's Best Actor. Best actor. Just a few. Just cool. a few. Um, let, I want to ask producer David something. Okay, first of all, you have to know, David, that one of the things I liked about you the most when we first met you you don't know this, I bet, oh, is that you are just so in love with your niece. <laughs> true, uh, true. You are so in love with this baby girl who turns what? A year old? One year old, February 28th. Next week. Really? So it's already a, been a year? Wow. Were you I a know. kid person before she came along? Did you always love kids or is it her? Uh, well, it's definitely her. I have other nieces and nephews. Not everyone knows this, but ah, I have. Uh-huh. So you're picking favorites. <laughs> I haven't heard uh-huh. anything about those. No, but I was just a, like a baby when they were born. Like my oldest niece is just one year younger than me. So oh, we were okay, all very okay. close. They're more like cousins growing up. So this is the actual like uh, one I can okay. spoil for myself and like actually be the fun right. uncle for. And you're very close to your sister too. Oh, it definitely. Which makes that easier. Everyone I used love to call that. us the Wonder Twins because they wonder how we're not twins. Oh. I was just born three years, three years after. Whatever. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> that's cool. So um, she's turning a year old mm-hmm. and knowing the way that you adore her which is again so sweet what are you doing what well, is the big gift I, I i've been stumped for a while because i mean I'm, I'm fun uncle david i gotta do something fun and <laughs> yeah, I gotta every be year it's gonna have I to gotta live be remembered up. but at the same time i don't want to do something so fun to where it's going to be a, a hassle for the parents mm-hmm. for my sister and brother-in-law drum set so, plus you're gonna have a whole lifetime you have to top yourself yeah, that's right <laughs> exactly but yeah people's been sending a lot of great suggestions and stuff and i've considered a lot and some i might do for other years but for this one for her one year old i was on Amazon, like I, I like to do. I'm an Amazon hobby enthusiast. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> I like to shop on there a lot. And I'm getting her a ball pit. Like a ball pit that you can, you know, kids go to like oh. kids' class. Yes. And, and it's, cool. but it's, here's the thing it's easy to pack. <laughs> it folds into a little small circle, like the size of a woman's purse. And right. it can fold up and you just unzip it and it just explodes into this like six foot. How did wait? Round how did, how did that many balls? Yeah, where do the balls come in from? In a okay. woman's bag. That's no, no, no. I'm talking about the actual pit itself. The okay. balls you have to buy separately, which I did. Ooh. Oh, nice. And, uh, there you go, cynical so, Sam. Because <laughs> <laughs> right now, the reason I got this idea, she likes to play, or what she thinks is like, you know, just pass, pass the ball. She has these yeah, five little plastic it's all about balls, ball, right. and she waves them in the air, and then she lets go, and they just go flying, and you just clap floor, and she gets so excited. Please you know, have I'm a just, video on her when she when she opens it. I was going to say, bring that thing up here and let's test it out. Yeah, like fun. I like a ball. You really are fun, Uncle David. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Going to get your Oscar ready. Let's talk about the category of Best Actor because it's a big one, including mm-hmm. Denzel again this year. And we're going to hit up the 24-hour voicemail next. And we'd love to hear from you. And that's any time of day. And even if you miss us, you know, I don't think it's often you're ever going to get a busy signal. Right? You're going to roll to 24-hour voicemail. Which is cool. We love to hear what you... You leaving at night? Yeah, so let's or go. Whenever it is, let's uh, let's check out the voicemail now. 
Good morning. I was calling about having a new driver. I know it's very scary and uncertain for everybody, but mm-hmm. I've put through uh, two of my kids through driving, and I had a couple tips that worked great. I just wanted to share with everybody. Cool, okay. The first thing we did was we went online and got a magnetic sticker that said, Rookie Driver, mm-hmm. and we could put that on the bumper of whatever mm-hmm. car my... Um, new driver was on and it helped the people around him to know that it was a new driver and they gave him and her a little more space than they might have done a regular driver so that was a great i think it cost us seven dollars and it was probably the best investment um in terms of that but the other thing that we did was as we were driving i would ask them to tell me what are you seeing and what i mean by that is i would they would tell me what stop um stop signs or speed limit signs they were seeing if they noticed a car braking, if they saw a car merging. Mm-hmm. Um, they just told me everything they were seeing, as well as when they were thinking about putting on the brake or when they should accelerate. And it helped me to gauge how much they knew versus how much I needed to coach them. Yeah. And it really was kind of a stress reliever for both of us because I could take a deep breath knowing, okay, they see that sign, they see that car. and not have to constantly be interjecting and making them nervous too so again it works for both of my older two children i got one more to go through so we'll (laughs) see if it works for him as well Mm. but i just thought i'd share it with everybody thanks for letting me uh, be a part of it of course thank you thank you for the voicemail really good advice i love that idea the running what do you call that just a constant discussion Mm -hmm. stop sign on up coming up oh there's a dog Yes, we know, should that, all. Uh, rookie driver magnet would be fun to just have as a gag, you know. Yeah, put it on I, somebody uh, in the parking lot just for grins. I knew, I knew Sam was thinking. I, I knew <laughs> Sam was thinking that as soon as <laughs> it's, you're going to think of how many different ways you can have fun with that magnet. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe on your car first and foremost. <laughs> Thank you for leaving that really good advice. Maybe, maybe Sam, I should slap that on Jody's vehicle one day when she's not looking. Yeah, you know? uh-huh. man, everybody's getting out of my way. <laughs> well, that would be nice. Okay, eight seven seven three one zero four six seven five. Reach out anytime. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Going to continue to get you Oscar ready. You guys ready to go over the category yes. for Sunday night? Yes. Best actor next. And we're going to help you before you park it Sunday night in front of the TV for a good three and a half hours. Ah, uh, parking it. Okay, yeah, we're getting you Oscar ready. So mm-hmm. that I really like to know what movies are nominated and who's nominated for what so that I can enjoy, yeah. more enjoy watching it. So, best actor category. This is a big one. Who won last year, guys? Leo. Leo. Oh, that's right. Finally, yeah. one of the big history-making moments because he was nominated like 10 times. Finally won. He was attacked by a bear. He was. He had to get attacked by a bear to win. Anyway, so... that so, means he presents best actress this that's year? That's right. He does. And See, then Brie Larson. Brie Larson will present this award. So, best actor. Tough category this year. Andrew Garfield nominated for his work in Hacksaw Ridge. With the world so set on tearing itself apart... Doesn't seem like such a bad thing to me to want to put a little bit of it back together. Oh, this, have you seen this yet, Sam? I'm dying to see you this. You need to see this. Uh, it was a Mel Gibson produced mm-hmm. movie and directed movie. And he's a soldier. He doesn't want to carry a weapon, but he ends up on the front lines. World War II. Saving people, That's too. right. And Mel's um, nominated for director. I know. Vigo Mortensen nominated for Captain Fantastic. What we created here may be unique in all of human existence. All the way to top. This we movie is hard. Subject matter, the kind that Oscar loves, okay? Yeah. It's a man who's raising his six kids just away from society, but he has to slowly socialize them because they don't have any 
social sense after their mom dies. I think this was the odd nomination. People were like, huh? Well, he did carry it. I mean, yeah. he's 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 great in it. But the plot sounds like something that would be yeah. nominated. Hard. Yeah, it's a hard story. Okay, so there's also the one that Murphy's uh, Can't Stop Dancing About, Ryan Gosling's um, nomination for La La Land. It's strange that we keep running into each other. Maybe it means something. I doubt it. Maybe I'm not good enough. Yes, you are. Maybe I'm not. It's like a pipe okay. dream. The back and forth, the musical. He learned to dance. He plays piano for mm-hmm. real and some great. It's, it was just, it was really it's fun. well done. Yeah. Is he favored to win? I'm sorry, Murphy. He's not favored to win. I don't know what the what the people at the ballots have done, but it's either going to be Casey Affleck for Manchester by the Sea. Which part are you having trouble with? Well, I can't be his guardian. Well, your brother provided for your nephew's upkeep. Although he has not done the work, though, leading up to like shaking hands and kissing mm-hmm. babies work. He hasn't. He does not have much of a relationship because he's reluctant to be in Hollywood. Casey Affleck nominated and up against the favorite to win Denzel Washington. Hey, Bob, what law is there say I got to like you? A man is supposed to take care of his family. Uh, you live in my they say that Oscar voters can't help but vote for him in this yeah. one because he's just acting. It's Denzel. It's so yeah. stripped it's like down and he's there. I'm and loving that. I can't that. wait to hear what he has to say, too. I know, if he wins. So, Jody, I'm a little self-conscious about something that yeah, I, mean, Is it- I, I, I think it should be over with by now. Mm-hmm. I should be over, I mean, uh, it, when I work out. And, you know, Are you wearing those black socks with those white <laughs> shoes? <laughs> You've no, got to stop that, that baby. No. I know it's not supposed to matter, but it does a little bit. Are you wearing your coach's shorts no. again? <laughs> I pack a you know a little bag, and it's not like over the top. I'm not the pure pinnacle of health, but I do work out. It's kind of a weight training thing twice yeah. a week. None of us are My, the pinnacle. A guy I work with, his name is Paul. He's been he, I've worked with him, worked out with him now for like seven years, and so it's a regimen that's important to me. But I've also been that's doing a relationship. This, yes, and I've been doing this long enough that I should never. Ever, you know, feel a pressure from those people who are working out around mm-hmm. me, namely to impress. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. but, you know, I mean, as it would happen yesterday, a rather attractive woman walked in. I think she's probably in her early 30s. And, you know, I'm sitting there, you know, bench pressing my 400 pounds. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Right. No. So, well, I wasn't doing that. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it just, at that moment, it wasn't like self-conscious, were, but I'm like, it, is. it occurred to me to a second to suck the gut in a little that bit. That is self-conscious. Or, you want to say that it's not. Make sure that if I'm supposed to do 15, that I don't start grunting at 12 and stop at 13. Right? Now, if you're supposed to do 15, you start counting at 17, <laughs> 18, <laughs> right, so, 150. But, but, so what is your question? But why, I mean, I've been why? working out for so long, and that doesn't really bother me. I'm happily married to Jody for 18 years. You know, I don't feel this pressure to appeal to others, but for it's some normal. reason, you have a moment where you're like, I don't want to look like I'm not. you got to strut like the peacock. That's right. just being human. Everybody's self-conscious. You know, I don't A wanna, little bit. If I you're not a little bit self-conscious, there's probably something a little wrong. Yeah. I mean, because I've done stupid things like tripping on the yoga mat on the way to get water. (laughs) Or going to the water dispenser and pulling out 10 cups when it's only supposed to be one. And, you know, things like that. The thing about it is, she's probably feeling the same thing. She's probably walking in a certain way, sucking it in. You know, working out is a very personal thing. Very personal. One time, the last I don't know, thing she I was kind of carrying herself like I was going to ask, did she have anything to suck yeah, in? <laughs> she's like, I'm all that and a bag of chips. <laughs> and, <then some. laughs> and Murphy's going, hmm, yeah. chips. <laughs> 
I guess truly that would be freedom is to not that's freedom and that's what you you hope for at least by a certain point in your life that you don't care what other people think actually I just remembered what it was that really caused me to be super self-conscious mm. she said that she was celebrating her dirty 30 <laughs> <laughs> her 30th birthday <laughs> like, oh. I, to, I dropped the dumbbells at that point everybody probably <laughs> did coming up in the next five minutes with Murphy, Sam and Joey I'm gonna let you know why I'm nervous to talk to the sixth graders at school tomorrow really producer david bought the ultimate one-year-old gift for his uh, niece olivia uh comes with a warning from us though check that out on today's um after the show podcast in case you miss it yeah you know what? i think sam actually wants this toy just saying <laughs> i never did get to play in a ball pit as a child i'm sorry should we have some therapy about well, it? I never had them when I was a kid. <laughs> I know. There's nothing holding you back from doing it now, Sam. Mm-hmm. Just make sure that it's clear. The coach is clear before you jump in. Yeah. Cannonball. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy, who's this man in my ball pit? Yes. All right, so check out the podcast. So, Jody, why are you nervous about going to the girls' okay, okay. school today? T- tomorrow. Oh. I'm reading to Phoebe. Okay, Phoebe asked me the other day, hey, Mom, would you come read to my class again? Our youngest, and she is our sixth grader. Right? I have not done that in a few years because I haven't been asked mm-hmm. this year. I haven't had the... They haven't asked you back, huh? No. Not since that fiasco. No, the last I did time last you read? year, I think. Anyway, <clears throat> you show up and they give you a book. Yeah. You have to read what they give you because it's... It's usually related to something else they're doing, and that's yeah. fine. That was fine. remember to read it and don't do your own spin on the story. Yeah, right? I don't do that. <laughs> anyway. don't, don't use voices. Wow. <laughs> so President Lincoln said, <laughs> anyway. four score and seven. Although we know now from the movie, he actually had a high voice. Right? Oh, that's four right. Score and seven years ago. I don't know what book I'm going to be given yet, and this is tomorrow. Uh, but two things. Last time I read it, I did. You know, ha, huh, that's cute. And that if I would stop and talk and then keep. Little com- just a little commentary. Mm-hmm. But afterwards, I didn't realize they were going to take an AR quiz on what I had read them. Wait, help me out. AR? Accelerated reader. Okay. <laughs> so making sure that they followed the story right. and comprehended. So no pr- now, this time, if they're going to have to do that, I'm definitely going to stick to the script and going to read the book Definitely, slowly. yeah. The other thing is that she's in sixth grade now. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that I was asked to come read. Why? I don't know. I just didn't expect it's. I, I, this is the age where it's not necessarily cool that mom shows up to read, right? right? Uh, I'm, I mean, Phoebe is excited and wants me to. I had a college professor that used to read, you know, to the class as part of the lecture. So I think it works for any age. That he'd use voices? <laughs> no, he did not. I'm just saying that it's yes, a different. This is the age it's a where they should be crowd. reading. Everybody reading together in class themselves. It's a tougher crowd. Mm-hmm. They're not like, oh, yay, excited. You never know. There's a lot of sixth grade is a tr- is a tough place. Yeah. Sometimes something and Phoebe's going to be excited them there because she asked me to please come do it. So I reached out to the teachers. I'm doing it, but I, I just feel like it's a tougher crowd. And guess Probably what? I'm a little nervous. The, uh, they're more familiar with the big words. <laughs> you got to be on your guard. Maybe, the, there, maybe you know more what familiar mean? than me. Right. <laughs> Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Jimmy Kimmel's on top right now hosting the Academy Awards this weekend, right? Mm -hmm. But is he really thinking about retiring? Tell you about it next. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You guys ready for Jimmy Kimmel to host the Academy Awards Sunday night? Yes. I've been ready for that. I'm most excited about that. He's been 
tweaking his monologue every day, and he will up until the day of. He promises to go some political, because you can't. Just ignore it. But not entirely. Thank goodness. Please don't go entirely. Well, his sarcasm is just funny to yeah. me anyway. The way yeah. it, 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 his whole man on the street thing, all of that to me is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, by the way, his man on the street stuff has been fun this week. Um, he's been walking around in a tux with the Academy Award in his hand asking if you know who's hosting. Where are you from? Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn? I'm from Brooklyn. Do you know who's hosting the Oscars? No, I don't. I'll give you a hint. He's also from Brooklyn. Oscar? <laughs> the Oscars right. live Sunday, February twenty sixth. So he really has it down, being able to make fun of, fun of himself. I, I just really want does. him to be able to do stuff too. The whole show. I don't want it I to know. be little quickies. It's uh, all that's the gig. Though. Yeah. It's little quickies because his real job is to move the show along in a fun way. Right. Yeah. Period. If you want to see his quickies, watch his show. Right. And he will be doing an after the Oscars show, like he has done for the last eleven years. This time he will have an end because he's the he's been the host. Maybe he'll be a long. Me, maybe he'll do mean tweets. A long day for him anyway he says is he considering retiring yes his contract is up in 2019 and after that he says it's possible his wife is pregnant again he's like at a certain point i want more free time i want my life doing a show every day takes up almost every minute of his day he does say he hopes matt damon does not win who is nominated (laughs) um for well, his film as a producer for Manchester by the Sea. So Matt Damon will be there. Matt Damon has vowed to throw things at him from the audience. I see, though, that's their little thing. Their though. thing with that's, each other. It's I not serious. It's a, it's a, it's a comedic win. feud, but yeah. I'm hoping they do something together on stage like they did at the Emmys. What do you want? Well, just calm down, man. I missed the last category. Did you win? <laughs> so funny. No, we didn't win, all right? And, oh, that's a bummer. The uh, Emmy for Durant. It makes a lot of sense, but it's... <laughs> you must be really funny. So much fun. I say expect something like that. Mm-hmm. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. On the way in your next Outsider, one of the things you heard about George Clooney's twins that are on the way yeah. is not true. We'll nope. straighten that out for you. Coming up after 8... Why man friendships have to have face-to-face time if they're going to work, guys. And we want to hang out with you all day. And so there are a couple of ways you can do that. Of course, it's called you can, loitering. You can like our Facebook page. Always know when we go Facebook Live. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and see the things that you hear. That's that's different. Or, of course, subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. And that way you don't miss anything. We know life is busy. Mm-hmm. And so you can listen on your schedule. Murphy, Sam, and Jody's Oscar Night Bites. All right, Sam. I wasn't going to do this this year because in March we're going to do March Meal Madness, a different recipe every day. But Sam had to do Oscar Night Bites and rightly so because of the cute names. Well, they were just coming to me. Right. I mean, I got La La Lasagna. Nice. This is based on the Academy Award nominations for Best Picture. Yeah, I love that. By the way, some of these are crockpot recipes, Boom. slow cooker, whatever you call them. Okay. The lasagna is, you use um, raviolis, like pre-made raviolis and layer it. layering with the meat and the other ah, stuff. Pretty cool, huh? Nice. That's different. Um, and you, okay, Arrival is one of the movies that's up for an Oscar. Yes. Yeah. And okay, you got to play along. You got follow along here. <laughs> rival is the crockpot maker, right? Yeah. So it's a rival crockpot pulled pork nachos. Okay, that's stretching. Okay, a that's bit, a little yeah. stretch, but I'm, I'm respecting good. it. And you use the words pulled pork and nachos in the same mm-hmm. sentence, so I'm on board. Mm-hmm. Murphy and uh, hacksaw ribs for yeah. hacksaw ridge. Ha, okay. Ha, ha. So Are these slow cooked? Also, you these slow ribs? cook them, and then when you get them to where they got to be, you put them in the oven with some sauce to brown. You know, to make them that oh that, crispy, crispy and sounds good. 
good. sticky and stuff. Sounds good. And by the way, you can, uh, and I have to thank producer David for making me a special um, picture that he put on our Facebook page. For okay. Oscar Night Bites. For Oscar Night Bites. If you look at it, Murphy, you see that? By the way, you can go yeah. check it out on our Facebook page. What it, are you doing? It was something from a couple months ago where You're I was eating? eating food that was hot. And so ah, okay. You don't remember, Sam? No. That was your trying producer Emily's famous chicken, wait, what's the feta the turkey? turkey? Feta, feta burger burgers. thing. Chicken feta turkey burgers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spinach feta turkey. Oh, you were making a horrible face. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's but we just... promised the Oscar night bites don't taste as bad as that picture looks <laughs> yeah, like they taste. Right. Okay, so check those recipes <clears> out. <throat> Murphy, Sam, and Jody.com. Coming up next, why man friendships are different than women and why men need face-to-face time for those friendships to be strong. Call or text anytime. We love to hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ. That's 310-4MSJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can also leave a message in case we miss each other. We're discussing man friends, man friendships, and how they're different than lady friendships. I will say I've always admired the long-lasting, like, he's my friend, that's why, and he always is my friend, even if I don't think of him for six months. Like, that. that's what baffles me about the lack of... You know, interaction that you can have with somebody you still call your friend. Well, the years thing is, the as long as it's somebody who's been to good, it's been good to you, and you're good to them. Yeah, I think loyalty is what lasts, right? Boom. Listen to you talk it, right. just like Red and Andy Dufresne. That's right. Okay, my friends. So oh, the deal is, Oxford University found that for men to have a strong friendship, you really need face-to-face time that's what makes a friendship really really strong this is for all men this isn't just for british men since this is oxford right (laughs) it's all men how is that different from women though i don't understand why women can have strong relationships over long conversations of texting whatever uh social media they consider that a strong relationship if, if it's somebody that gets them and and but for men if you feel strongly about it it's somebody that you actually get to spend time with you get to see, you can shake a hand, you get to watch a game together. Go to the game. Whatever So you're it is. saying it's easy to kind of get lost in the rest of your life, and even though you're still friends, you may not actively think about well, that Well, I person. will say this. In my observation of men over the years, not just you. I didn't realize you were a men observer like this, Jody. <laughs> of course. I'm a creature. Um, of my observation is that it's not where you, if you are given free time. Yeah. I mean, let's just say you're having a whole free weekend. You don't think to go there right off the baseball bat like I would. I'd be like, ooh, I'm calling my girls. You know what? You're right about that. I think I'm a type A personality, though. That's my problem. It's like, oh, it's project time. Do the things that I don't get to do Monday through Friday. You're right, Jody. And sometimes I don't stop to go, wait, I need social time. Right. You don't think to reach out to your Let me enough. call up the guys. Here's another <laughs> <laughs> another reason that you guys, your bromance here is strong because you see each other every day. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense. I don't know if you mind me calling it a bromance, but I think well, it no, is. I mean, we know, we know each other's sense of humor. I'll send Sam text and all that kind of stuff when we're not here. You, you know? didn't know that, did you? Oh, I know it. I'm aware. Oh. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. We love hearing from you. Reach out anytime. 877-310-4675. Melita, what a pretty yeah, name. Yeah, she wants to You're talk next. to you next, Jody. We love hearing from you. Join us anytime. You can call or text. This number is 877-310-4MSJ. Hi, Melita. Hey, good morning. Is this Jody? Yes. Oh, my God. Hi. Hi. Hey. How are you doing? We're good. How are you today? Oh, my God. I'm excited. I'm so sweet talking to you on the phone. Oh, sweet. (laughs) Are you driving right now? 
Yes, ma'am. Okay. Oh, be- are you having a, a hard time hearing me? No, I just wanted to make sure you're you're careful. <laughs> I'm, I'm very careful. I'm very careful. Okay, cool. Well, it's just so a straight shot. I'm very careful. Oh, good. Well, what's going on? You were talking about teaching your daughter how to drive, and she finally got her permit and yes. everything. And some of the things that you said about um, taking her to the um, the parking lot area yeah. and let her drive around in the parking lot and everything. Yeah. I did that with my daughter when I was teaching her how to drive. Mm-hmm. Um, I took it to the school, um, her high school, and the parking spaces I used as markers for uh, to pretend to be other cars. And every time she would get close to that line or even mm-hmm. hit the line, I'm like, okay, you hit a car, we need to stay over here in the plane. And yeah. we need to, you know, keep it straight. And she's the kind of person who's really hard on herself. You know, before we get behind the wheel, I got to teach her how to calm down and not be so critical of what she's doing and don't get so upset if she makes mistakes because right. that's only what we're going to learn and grow and improve. I told, ta- I told Taylor the other day, this is one of the hardest things you'll ever have to learn to do. It <sighs> is. It is. Melita. Yes, ma'am. It was, it was such a pleasure meeting you. you I'm too. sorry I sound so nervous, but you're just a wonderful, wonderful person. You and, and the guys there. Thank, Thank you. you. Look, call us anytime. You're so oh, you're sweet. Welcome. I totally relate to what you said about her daughter being hard on herself because, you know, our oldest Taylor's that way, too. Mm-hmm. And, but that's, it's like she I think thinks she should know how to well, do it already. It's natural. And, you know, what I what I realized just the other day is she's learning the vehicle itself and she's having to learn the road at the same time. That's a so lot. Much. So we're just kind of staying in the neighborhood right now, now that she's got her permit, and um, focusing on the vehicle, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And then once she gets more comfortable with that, then we'll kind of expand back You think up. she's being harder on herself, too, because she's trying to prove to Dad that she can do it? Yes. Maybe so, but it's a good pairing. It's actually worked out. I'm very calm. I think I'm very supportive. Oh, no, no. Coach. I don't mean just because it's you. I just mean if you know, you're... Driving with your parent, yeah, you're yeah. trying to prove, it's look, pressure. I can do it. Yeah, I oh, think so. For all of your life, you want to please your parents. <clears throat> right. So, yeah. Uh, Melita, loved hearing from you. 877-310-4675. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You know, the Cloonies are very excited about becoming parents. George and Amal expecting mm-hmm. twins in June. You've heard all that. You probably also heard this week that... They're having a boy and a girl. Yeah. Didn't you hear that? Yeah. I, I, remember we yeah, talked I heard about it from you. <laughs> because you were excited and you said that's the way to do it, right, Sam? Yeah. Because you'll have a gorgeous George boy and a gorgeous Amal girl. I didn't think of it that way. Um, George Clooney set that record straight that they don't know what they're having and they don't want to know what they're having. Oh. Isn't that kind of cool? That's my favorite way to go into it and not know what you're having because you're going to find out Guess and it's going to be, no, be like Christmas when you find out. No gender reveal party then, huh? No need. You're going to be a Clooney. Yeah. There's no need to have a party before the party of being a Clooney. They also decided, you know, and they talked about it this week, to uh, limit their travel choices now that they're having children. Um, He won't go to Sudan anymore or the Congo, and she won't go to Iraq and places where she's not welcome because she's a world traveler, being a human rights attorney. They'll just go to Orlando. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. You can enjoy Sam's Oscar night bites. So, you know, we're getting ready for the Oscars this weekend and all that. So whether you're doing a party or whether it's just you and the family hanging out. New recipes. Some fun stuff that Sam's come up with at MurphySamAndJody.com. And they're named after each of the uh, Best Picture nominees. That's right. La La Lasagna. So what you do in your spare time, isn't it? Manchester by the Sea Scallops. Cute. <clears throat> that's your creative mind there. Yeah, that's what I got to do in the afternoon. That and Netflix. Uh, Facebook. <laughs> I don't know if you checked this out, but uh, actually started this week. Facebook has a new feature to help you find a job and to help employers 
uh, find people to fill jobs. Is this uh-huh. the I want to support local businesses thing I've been seeing? No, no, no. Oh, this okay. is, uh, there's actually, if you go over on the explore on the left-hand side and scroll down, yeah. you can click there. And and also, too, I've seen it a few times this week at the top of my page when I sign on to Facebook. It's like, check out our new feature, Jobs. So if you're an employer, you can go on there and you put some information in and people that are looking for jobs can go there and find it. Well, or cool. if you're looking for a job, you can go there. And if you find, this is really cool, you find one you like and you click on Jobs, it brings it up and it starts to populate with some of your Facebook information, like your first and last name, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Oh. And you can, but you can edit it if it, you know you. It makes sure that it uses to. the right name. So it's not like there, there's a why they were fired section. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Questionable <laughs> Maybe pictures there section. Be. And then it, what it does is it works through uh, Facebook Messenger for you and the person and the job or the, oh. the business to get back and yeah. forth with each Ding. other. Kind of, kind of challenging. Something that LinkedIn is doing right now. Okay, it so, is. Yeah. That is what it is. So I'll go check it out if you're looking for a job. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Can't wait to tell you about this. Martin Scorsese getting together Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, and. Al Pacino. Martin Scorsese is finally going to do this movie he's been planning for 10 years. It's like a Goodfellas reunion. It's another gangster movie. It's a mob movie for sure. Like it... The reason it feels like a Goodfellas reunion is because De Niro and Joe Pesci are on board. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? You know how you tell a story. What? No, no, there's a movie they better never try to redo. (laughs) You cannot redo the perfection that is Goodfellas. Okay, so Martin Scorsese is finally doing this. It's called The Irishman. He's been trying to make this movie for 10 years. It's taken so long. Budgets and and who's going to do it and all of that. Mm -hmm. So he's already worked out this deal, and this is different. It's going to land on and debut on Netflix, which means Netflix is the only place you're going to be able to ever get it, as far as I understand. It's a Netflix movie. But if he wants to be up for like Oscar contention, he'll probably show it somewhere in a couple theaters. Right. You know, so that he can... Until the Academy can embrace Netflix more. Is that... Because I I thought they already did. Do they? I believe so. Can Netflix movies be nominated? I thought that we had some last year. Okay, so Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, and can can you believe he's never worked with him? Martin Scorsese inviting Al Pacino onto this project. Wow. So that's a huge... Movie. It's called The Irishman. It's this. It's the story of this man on his deathbed telling all of his mob stories. Oh, and by the way, he supposedly knows where Jimmy Hoffa is. Ooh. So The Irishman. Look for on it on Netflix. Netflix from Martin Scorsese.